Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste. And on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of November 19th, 2023. Things have been so wild and crazy, and I've been doing so many different things. I forgot to let you know on the podcast that two of my astro besties and I, Sarah El-Harar of Astro Auntie and Tiffany Herlick, did a astrology of 2024 forecast. Um, It's two and a half hours long and you get the perspective of all three of us on things like the retrogrades as well as the eclipses for you to help you think about what's coming up next year. Um, You can get the recording. It's $33 at the link in the show notes. It's well worth it to help you prepare for next year. I'm also doing some others as well. I'll be speaking for Kepler College as well as for... OPA, the Organization of Professional Astrology. So I'll let you know about, I'll put those in the show notes as well so that you have all of the things if you want to join. Remember, there's a special promotion for podcast listeners until November 30th. You can use coupon code PODCAST15 for 15% off any astrology consultation, the 30, 60, or 90 minute reading or you get that 15% off one of my new moon workshops. So this year we have Sagittarius coming up. And if you want the Scorpio replay, you can get that as well. Those you can get, um, go to, through the link or go to my events page on my website or my workshops page at astrologybyceleste.com. The theme of this week is all that glitters. And there are three big things I want you to think about as you navigate this week. The first is that we'll have a first quarter moon at 27 degrees of Aquarius on Monday. So the sun will be at 27 degrees Scorpio, squaring the moon at 27 degrees Aquarius. Something that's really important about this is that the sun is traveling conjunct conjunct Mars in Scorpio. Mars in Scorpio is really strong. And we saw several events last week when the sun and Mars were opposed Uranus, as well as there was that sextile between Venus and Mercury. I talked a lot about it on Instagram. Um, Anyway, we saw one of the big stories was about people in Congress fighting each other, literally. Um, Kevin McCarthy elbowed one of his colleagues in the kidneys. Libra rules the kidneys. It was Mercury and Sagittarius sextile Venus and Libra, you know, and one of his, it was one of the colleagues that got him kicked out of Congress, kicked out of the speakership. And then in the Senate, the senator from Oklahoma, who used to be an 
a mixed martial artist fighter was trying to get into a physical altercation with a witness and Bernie Sanders had to calm them down. If you're really interested in the astrology about these events, you can go to my Instagram channel, Astrology by Celeste, and watch the two. I did one for on the 13th and the 15th, talking about the astrology of what was going on. The key is that people are in a fighting mood and Sun Mars, it was the leaders, people who we think are supposed to be an authority, people who are supposed to re- represent us, we saw last week, and maybe we'll continue to see because the Sun and Mars and Scorpio are moving together. Now, on last Friday, Mars had a rebirth cycle where it went Kazemi. So there may be, we are in a new two plus year period where there's a lot of intensity. People are holding on to anger. People are being emotionally volatile and people are going to be ready to to strike out with vengeance and furious anger like uh, from Pulp Fiction. You can think about the speech Samuel L. Jackson gives where he quotes that biblical speech, the speech, the path of the righteous man is beset by the inquinical. You know what I'm talking about if you've seen Pulp Fiction. This is the energy that we are dealing with. So it's really important for to choose to use this energy rather than that way to use it to be strategic, to be focused, to be gather resourceful um, and move forward with what you, you know, your goals that you want to accomplish. But just be aware that other people, and we'll be seeing a lot in the collective, surprising and shocking things about people using, being angry and, and, and taking pot shots at people verbally, hopefully for the most part, but also at times physically. The Sabian symbol for the first quarter moon and is a tree felled and sawed to ensure a supply of wood for the winter. And Linda Hill, L-Y-N-D-A, has a wonderful book about the Sabian symbols. And she talks about how the Sabian symbol is representative of gathering resources and preparing for harder times, hoarding supplies or sacrificing one thing for the benefit of the other. So I think it's a great time to think about what we want to sacrifice. I think with Thanksgiving coming up, a lot of people may want to sacrifice being right Moon in Aquarius, thinking I know exactly the way things are, my thought processes are the way things are, in order to bring more harmony. Venus in Libra. Let's have a nice dinner. Let's not argue over politics and the war and things like that. You can think about that if you are willing to make that kind of sacrifice in order to have harmony, if you have that kind of family where you have very opposing viewpoints. Or you can choose to like have a great big kerfuffle and throw mashed potatoes at each other if you like. But I would recommend that you not. 
Just like last week, the sun is in the third decan of Scorpio. So the tarot card is seven of cups. That's the wishful thinking card. It's a person looking up and they see all these different cups and with different choices. Um, it's about choose carefully. It's also that all, all that glitters is not gold. Things can appear like be dressed up nicely, but not really be what you're seeing. Um, Venus in Scorpio is the astrological correspondence. Venus is in detriment in Scorpio. This can be like really holding on too tightly to relationships that are no longer serving you. Now the moon is at seven is the seven of swords card for the moon in Aquarius. The seven of swords, whenever I pull that card, I get real nervous because that's a card of theft and deception. One day when I pulled that card, somebody stole the delivery driver delivered my lunch to the beauty salon that used to be in my building and someone took it. Um, yeah, so it can be deception, it can be treachery, it can be g getting away with things like sometimes, ooh, like if you like had sexy time and didn't use protection, but oh my God, a week later, you're, you're, you know, you're not pregnant. You can feel like, phew, I dodged a bullet kind of energy with Seven of Swords as well. It also can be about having a good strategy, but it looks like the card is about like someone who looks like they're sneaking away and they've stolen two of the Seven of Swords. I think it's two of the swords on their shoulder. I mean, it's a certain amount on their shoulder and others behind them. And like it looks, the person looks like they're getting away with something. It's actually five on their shoulder and they leave two of the swords behind. The astrological correspondence is the moon in Aquarius. So I advise you to take a step back, um, detach from the emotions of the situation and think about what you want the final outcome to be before you take action. This can be great energy to do future planning and come up with a great strategy. I love that for this. Yes. Now, this is part of a moon phase family that actually began in Pisces sometime when they're sometimes when they're at the very end or the very beginning, the families move through two different signs. So we had a new moon at one degrees of Pisces where the sun and the moon were both there on February 19th of this year. What intentions did you set? What was the dream Pisces? Was it an illusion or are you making it manifest? We're now nine months later, which is the first quarter moon. Is there a pivot point? Is there something related to what you started back then where you've achieved something or something needs a decision? The first quarter moon is a time of action and it's the sun's at 27 Scorpio, the moon 27 Aquarius. The full moon will be next August 19th where the sun's in Leo and the moon's in Aquarius, both at 27. So there can be like 18 months from then, 
there can be some big pivot point as well, 18 months from the time it was seated. And the last quarter moon, when the sun is in Taurus and the moon is in Aquarius on May 20th, 2025, will be at 29 degrees of both of those signs. Oh, that's going to be an interesting time. So you can use these moon phase families. They're also called lunar gestational cycles because there's nine months between them to think about your long-range goals or long-range planning. And so the Pisces, what is the dream? Now that we're in Aquarius, can you take a step back and with some emotional detachment and be realistic on what the next steps need to be for you to move forward? Now, this, uh, this week could be really important for the United States. The United States moon in the Sibley chart, which is a chart most astrologers use, is at 27 degrees of Aquarius. And the moon rules the people. So the sun in Scorpio is in our 12th house for the United States of self-undoing, hidden enemies, um, things like that institutions like hospitals and prisons, places you'd rather not be. The sun is shining in that 12th house. It's also the house of secrets. And this moon is in our third house of news, um, primary school education, also transportation, So I don't know. I mean, it's Thanksgiving this week. I'm concerned with this, you know, the war going on. That's something that could be related because what I'm seeing in the chart to ninth house topics, which could be judicial matters, foreign affairs, or higher education things could be something could come to a head around that. Um, It could be just like control, people trying to exert control over. So like all these kids on college campuses who are like the escalating rhetoric about the war in Israel leading to violence, the tearing down of these posters, all of this kind of stuff. They could be like the colleges and universities putting some limits, controlling of students and telling them, you know, what they're doing could be subject to problems. It could be some kind of attack, like literally um, a terrorist attack on some kind of transportation. Let's hope not. But there's several difficult things with that sun and Mars that in Scorpio that make me concerned about the potential for violence or brutality. Um, Yeah, that affects masses of people in, in the United States. We'll see. Let's hope not. Um, let's hope it's just something about uh, about the news. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. But when you put Scorpio and Aquarius together, that can be someone who's an amazing CIA agent, who can be someone who's very investigative um, and can be manipulative. These are Scorpio things and detached emotionally Aquarius things. Or it could be like a serial killer kind of energy. Yeah, or just someone who's very, um, yeah, also like narcissism really comes to my mind with that. So it's, um, yeah, it could be a little bit in... It could be a little bit intense. It could also be about someone who has the ability to 
help people like a, a doctor or a surgeon, this would be great, could deal with really difficult people going through really difficult life and death situations, Scorpio, but have that detachment to not become over emotionally overwhelmed in order to like, you know, be able to, you know, do the surgery or be the therapist to help people through really difficult things. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what what goes on. But think about the intentions you set at the Scorpio new moon, which I really loved. Um, and like, what are your next steps that you want to take? I'm also concerned about something um, Uranian happening because at the new moon, the sun and the moon the, where um, opposite Uranus, conjunct Mars and opposite Uranus. So there is the potential for... Um, conflict, not just in Congress, but outside of it. The last thing I want to make you aware of is that Sagittarius season begins on Wednesday. I love Sagittarius energy. It's a mutable fire sign where it's optimistic. It wants to explore, gain new wisdom, broad-minded yeah. So it also can have to do with religious things. So that's another reason I'm a little concerned about a, an attack based on religious ideals. Now, Sagittarius has a great capacity for fun and enjoyment. I highly recommend moving your body to dispel excess energy. Move your chi. If you've been sedentary, you know, really focus on like taking walks, even if it's inside, going to the gym, doing yoga, whatever, Pilates. Yeah. But can you have an optimistic view of the future? You may notice a big shift once we move from those deep, intense, watery, fixed, emotional energies of Scorpio to Sagittarius, this more optimistic um, sign that can be fun. And it's beautiful that the holiday season is in Sagittarius season. Now, shadow Sagittarius energies are being arguing just to argue exaggerating, you know, I, you know, the, the huge fish story kind of thing, being overly self-indulgent, you know, having, having three servings at Thanksgiving and feeling like your um, stomach's going to explode, um, being impulsive or hot-headed or like so dogmatic in your point of view that you won't listen to anyone else. Um, Commitment phobic is also a shadow energy of Sagittarius, not wanting to commit to anything. Just being all over the place, it can be shadows of Sagittarius with that mutable, that mutable fire. The tarot card for Sagittarius is the temperance card. So can you think about, can you bring some moderation to what you're doing? Um, can you, in terms of how much you're eating, how much you're spending, all of these kinds of things, can you have some patience for with other people? People are going through a lot right now. 
Harness that Venus in Libra. Can you give people some grace? Can you be a little bit more frugal? Use your resources well. Think about that with the Sagittarius energy. Can you be up for an adventure? Fun-loving. Yeah, I like that. Now, one of the things that puts a bit of a damper on the Sagittarius season is that when this, as the sun enters the sign of Sagittarius, the first thing it does is square Saturn. Saturn slows us down. Saturn controls us. Saturn limits us. Saturn, um, it's kind of like a heavy wet blanket. Now it's also reality. Sometimes reality can bite. It can be making sometimes like, your 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 hopes and dreams and your optimism can like go kaput when Aunt Mary and and cousin John start arguing about war or politics or something at the Thanksgiving table and it puts a real damper on things. So yeah, mm. you can also think about like you can feel a bit blocked. There can be travel delays. Sagittarius rules long distance travel. Saturn delays. Yeah, mm. you can recognize self-doubt or how your self-confidence, self-doubt, Saturn doubt, Confidence, Sagittarius. Yeah, you can think about that. What do you need to get serious about? The last thing I want to make you aware of is that Mars enters the sign of Sagittarius on Friday. So you may be desiring to plan travel spontaneously. Mars is the planet of action and the sign of Sagittarius, a sign of travel. That could be something you could do. You can feel enthusiasm and fun loving. We may be seeing people like driving around, especially like motorcycles recklessly with that Mars and Sagittarius energy. On the high road, that can be someone who is like really insightful, an amazing storyteller or a comedian. Um, can be someone who really grabs your attention and, and is able to like really or just educate you. Like Sagittarius can be a, a professor about something that you shedding new light on some topic that you had no idea about. Now, low road can be a know-it-all bloviating jerk who won't shut up and stop talking. So this is energy that can be great, but it can also be um, annoying. But freedom-seeking, desires for freedom. So people could have like a fight at the dinner table on Thursday and be like, on their way out the door on Friday saying, I'm out of here, I've had it, you know, kind of energy. Yeah. But I love Sagittarius. So for I think for most of us, it'll be delightful with a little bit of but a little bit of a damper, but you know, Mars will go into to Sagittarius and then square Saturn and Pisces both at zero degrees. So this means there's there's, there's going to be stories here that um, are probably difficult. On Sunday, the word of the day is pleasant. The moon will trine Venus and then sextile Mercury. I love that. So you could have loving feelings and 
Yeah. And then with the sextile to Mercury, this could be like, uh, just like waking up, having coffee and breakfast together and just like great conversation and fun. Now, Pallas Athene, the asteroid of strategy moves into Scorpio. So to me, this could be like someone plotting things secretly. Now, maybe they're plotting a secret vacation they're going to take you on or maybe plotting a secret a proposal or something like that. But also plotting, you know, violence and things can be happening with this energy. The Aquarius moon will square Uranus. Remember, we don't break down, we break through. So there may be some frustrations that come up, but can you have a you know, be like, just roll with it, with the Mercury and Sagittarius. Look at the bright side. Think about the fun and the Venus is in Libra. We want harmony. So keep it pleasant. On Monday, the word of the day is nurturing. This is the day of the first quarter moon at 27 Aquarius. It's going to be at 2.49 a.m. Pacific time. What actions are you going to take strategically to to move your long-term goals forward? Now, if someone you know is really struggling emotionally and depressed, Scorpio, um, check on them because Aquarius, they can maybe get a little detached and stop thinking about how precious they are. So check on anyone that you have any concerns that they might do something self-harming. Yeah, the moon enters Pisces at 6.28 a.m. And this can be Pisces. Pisces, there's always a sense of endings. Um, This mutable watery sign, sometimes people can get really just lost in emotion with that. Mm -hmm. And then the moon meets Saturn, thinking like nothing's emotionally feeling like all is lost kind of energy for some people. So yeah, check on anyone who is really depressed would be my advice but can you like you just maybe something there's something that gets you get a little serious about something with the moon emotionally conjunct saturn the sun will conjunct ceres the asteroid of nurturing at 28 scorpio so sun ceres putting a spotlight sun on nurturing series and how we take care of ourselves. And yeah, think about, examine, how do you nurture yourself? Do you have healthy ways? Like you do you eat healthy, get enough sleep, or do you to turn to escapism and things like that? Yeah, like potato chips. Ooh, I really am enjoying that Trader Joe's has brought back those um, Thanksgiving stuffing potato chips. Ooh, those are so good. But I know I have to limit myself and not just eat them because I've got, I feel overwhelmed and got a lot of work to do and blah, 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 blah. So can you think like think about what you can do to heal yourself if you're if you're like some of your shadow energies are taking you off track mercury the planet of communication in the sign of sagittarius will trine chiron in aries chiron's the wounded healer think about what is necessary for healing and they're both at 16 degrees of their receptive signs On Tuesday, the word of the day is determination. 
Mars in Scorpio is sextile Pluto in Capricorn. They're both at 28 degrees. Sextiles are opportunities and Mars and Pluto are, Mars is that principle of will, drive, determination, action. And Pluto is the higher octave of Mars. Now, the war in Israel started, uh, The well, the terrorist attack, the Hamas attack was as Mars was coming to square Pluto. So these are kind of big, baddie energies where there can be, uh, you know, a lot of um, brutality. This is another reason I'm concerned about people planning something nefarious or acting out something nefarious. Sextiles are opportunities, like wanting to take action to cause chaos or something like that. Let's hope not, but let's just be realistic. There's people are very angry, um, wanting to fight. We may see Mars has just had a rebirth. We may see something that's chaotic. So use your spidey senses. If you feel unsafe, get out of where you are. But you can also use it to have the will and the determination to achieve some kind of goal. You may lift heavier at the gym or work out longer or something like that. Getting ready for determination to burn off a few calories before Thanksgiving dinner. On Wednesday, the word of the day is opinionated. This is the day the sun enters Sagittarius at 6.02 a.m. Yeah, so Sagittarius season starts. Can you be optimistic? But Venus and Libra is opposite Chiron and Aries at 15 degrees of each sign. So Venus, can you try to build harmony? Maybe opposite Chiron and Aries. Like think about how we want to be healing in our relationships rather than hurting. Chiron can go either way. The moon will enter Aries at 9.19 a.m. Pacific time. This fire, cardinal initiating fire energy. This can be beautiful for feeling optimistic and dynamic. Um, but sometimes th- there's also this like opinionated energy, like a know-it-all energy kind of the, out there as well. So use use this well, use this to be helpful rather than hurtful is what I would recommend. Mars, the planet of actions conjunct series in Scorpio 28. Can you help your mother or your parents? Think about strategically, how can you help the person who's going to feed you on Thanksgiving, make things easier for them? On Thursday, the word of the day is gratitude. This is Thanksgiving Day. There may be some delays, travel delays, the sun in Sagittarius, square Saturn in Pisces. So can you be patient? They're both at zero degrees. So of course, there'll be some spotlight on big news, potentially spotlight on the war or hardship people are going through. With the moon in Aries, this feisty, fiery sign um, answering into Mars at the last degrees of Scorpio, people will have easy access to to, um, fighting. So, 
you know, be mindful of that, especially because we're going to have a gibbous moon at 16 Aries at 1.02 p.m. Pacific time. The moon will be pregnant with possibilities. People will be very interested in connecting with others, and it can be fiery. Hopefully, it's just fun and fantastic, and you're having a great time. On Friday, the word of the day is incendiary. Mercury in Sagittarius will be King Kong's Uranus in Taurus, both at 20 degrees. Then Mars will enter Sagittarius and square Saturn, but Saturn on Saturday. But I just think that people could be acting wild in the U.S. at these Black Friday sales. They do it every year, but it could be even worse than typical with... um, with the, with the energy that's going on. The moon will enter the sign of Taurus at 12.28 p.m. That may be when people calm down as the move moves from the fiery sign of Aries, trying to get that TV for $15 or whatever, to the moon entering Taurus, brings some stability. Everything's gone, so you just have to go home. Yeah, so this can be a nice energy to have a lovely evening, assuming that you didn't like... <laughs> have some like permanent damage to your physical body during Black Friday. But can you have some good food? Maybe you'll have some nice leftovers and have a nice quiet evening at home on Saturday. I mean, Friday. Saturday, the word of the day is delays. Mars and Sagittarius square Saturn and Pisces, both at zero degrees. Mars and Saturn are the malefics. They're squaring at a critical degree. I would stay out of really busy public places like Times Square or whatever. Just would be my recommendation unless you really need to go. Because this is an aspect of conflict, of hardship, of violence, um, where people may have a complete lack of empathy, Pisces-Saturn lack of empathy in Pisces. Yeah, so... Yeah, the malefics clashing tend to come in early, so we may see the violence a couple of days before. But mm, yeah, I don't. I, this this is uh, this is some tension. So give yourself extra time if you're driving. Apologies, this is so long. I don't know how it got so long, but anyway, that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving and it's all just fun and delicious food. But if not, you know, take good care of yourself and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 